It's the 7 o'clock hour, and you're listening to the Morning Blitz. Oh, are we on the air? Sort of, yeah. Rick Corey. That's right. Had... Keep trying to get out of it. Brees Hulse. Uh-huh. Bryce Hulse. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, <clears throat> Coming to you from the Tulsa Oilers Hockey Studio on the Blitz 1170. 7 o'clock on the Blitz 1170, actually about 7.01. That's Bryce Hulse in the next room. I'm Rick Corey. Coming up at 7.50. A name you'll probably recognize, Harold Coons, used to work upstairs at the News on 6. He's at Fox 4 in Kansas City covering the Chiefs. So we will talk about Kansas City and what, when you, as they go to Baltimore after they won a road game, Mahomes finally won a road game. And I, I don't know why we all thought, you know, Patrick Mahomes might have a hard time winning a road game. Please, it's Patrick Mahomes. But now he goes to play against Lamar Jackson. And, I mean, it just could not be a better matchup. And, yeah. and there's something about the Ravens, and we'll get into it a little later, that you know, since they won that Super Bowl with Dilfer and Ray Lewis and that great, great defense, they've been okay. They've been good at times. I've never felt like they were there. I don't know why. I just never have. And the way they played last week, they really looked that way. But there's yeah. this still little doubt that just hangs in the back of my mind about the Ravens, and I don't know why. Where I believe I look at Mahomes and I never believe he's not going to win. I just never think. I never believe that factor, right? Yeah, it's just it's it. He's he's going, so he wins. I mean, that's kind of the way it feels to me. Uh, Not I haven't told you who I'm picking yet, and I haven't really Mm. decided. But that's kind of the way it feels. We'll get into that one a little bit later on. But we'll talk about the Chiefs going there with Harold at seven fifty and at eight thirty. Tyler Cass uh, from uh, THV in in Little Rock. He's our Arkansas insider. Seven oh two on the Blitz eleven seventy. We're mentioning Gunner Gundy in the portal. Uh, again, right after going to Ohio, and if you have some thoughts, some comments, where you think he ought to fit, 918-262-5072. Uh, Wade had texted back at that number. That's our neuropathy treatment clinic of Oklahoma text line and said, you know, I'm sure he talked, he said, I'm sure he talked to, to about about it with his dad. Probably so, yeah. I would imagine so. I would never be surprised by anything college kids do these days, but yeah, probably <laughs> so. I'm just thinking now, none of us have seen his skill set enough unless you watch Stillwater High School. To really th- right. know about where he fits in, I know the wheels fit in almost anywhere, but you also have to, you know, be able to throw it. Where where do you think he might fit in? Let us know at nine one eight two six two five zero seven two. All right. In the meantime, time for us to do something for Bryce, just so he can kind of loosen up and <clears throat> show that voice. Fire up Huey Lewis for a trip back in time. It's today in sports history with Bryce Hulse on the Blitz eleven seventy. Brought to you by Triad Eye Institute. Now, grabbing the back of a Jeep while on his skateboard, it's Bryce Hulse. This day in sports history, January 24th, and we're starting off with a bang here, Rick. 1922, the Brooklyn Robins obtained shortstop Sam Crane from the Cincinnati Reds. Crane will play in three games and later be convicted of murder. He'll be visited in prison by Connie Mack, who works for his parole and gives him a job. 1947, NFL adds a fifth official, the back judge, and allows sudden death in playoffs. 1955, in an effort to speed up the game, Major League Baseball announces a new rule which requires a pitcher to deliver the ball within 20 seconds after taking a pitching position. 1962, Jackie Robinson, the first African-American player elected to the Baseball's Hall of Fame. Bob Feller is also elected. 1976, Cleveland Cavaliers' biggest margin of victory, 43 points, as they beat the Milwaukee Bucks 132-89. 1982, Ray Wershing kicks a Super Bowl record tying four field goals to help the San Francisco 49ers beat the Cincinnati Bengals 26-21. 1986, Mike Bossy of the New York Islanders scores his 1,000th career point with an assist and a 7-5 victory over the Toronto Maple Leafs. 1988, Australian Open men's tennis. 
Mats Willander wins third Australian title, beats the hometown favorite Pat Cash. 1990, Winston-Salem State basketball coach Clarence Big House Gaines wins his 800th career game, 79-70 over Livingstone. 1999, David Duvall shoots a 59 to match what is the best round in PGA Tour history. Duvall surges from seven strokes off the pace for a one-stroke victory over Steve Pate in the Bob Hope Chrysler Classic. 2006, Barry Bonds pulls out of the U.S. team for the World Baseball Classic, opting to skip the March tournament to focus on the next baseball season. 2010, Peyton Manning throws three touchdown passes in the Indianapolis Colts rally from an 11-point first-half deficit to beat the New York Jets 30-17 in the AFC Championship game. That same year, the New Orleans Saints make it to their first Super Bowl after battering Brett Favre and the Minnesota Vikings 31-28 in overtime on former Sooner Garrett Hartley's 40-yard field goal. 2014, Carmelo Anthony scores a career-high and franchise record 62 points, most at the current Madison Square Garden, and the New York Knicks beat the Charlotte Bobcats 125-96. 2016, Denver cornerback Bradley Roby picks off Tom Brady's pass on a two-point try with 12 seconds left to preserve a 20-18 victory for the Broncos over the New England Patriots in the AFC title game. That same season, Cam Newton throws two touchdowns and runs for two others, and Carolina's big play defense stifles Arizona's top-ranked offense in a 49-15 romp for the NFC Championship. 2019, the Dodgers signed outfielder A.J. Pollock for four years at $55 million. Most observers thought they were looking to sign another free agent, Bryce Harper, after trading outfielders Matt Kemp and Yasiel Puig earlier this offseason. But this signing likely means that they will uh, cease to pursue Harper. Birthdays today, January 24th, 1955, Ernie Hughes, former 49ers and Giants center. 1964, Rob Dibble, former Reds reliever. 1968, Chris Warren, former Seahawks and Cowboys running back. 1968, Mary, Mary Lou Retton, American gymnast and Olympic gold medalist in 1984. 1973, Bubba Miller, former Eagles center. 1989, Whit Merrifield, Royals outfielder. 1999, Tristan Wirfs, Bucks tackle. And 1999, Henry Ruggs, former Raiders wide receiver. Never drink and drive, folks. That is This Day in Sports History, brought to you by Triad Eye Institute. Yeah, that is a good advice for anyone. 706 here on the Blitz 1170. He's Bryce Hulse. I'm Rick Corey. Yeah, time for us now to do not sports things that, we, you know, as Jeremy says in the afternoon, he calls this during the uh, show with Bob and Colby, he calls this your um, kind of your palate cleanser, if you will. Yeah. Uh, something that's a little bit different. All right, so we know, uh, speaking of palates, uh, you have Valentine's Day coming up. The uh, day created by by candy companies and greeting card companies. So you can you know, either sit around and try to decide what to do or do what most guys do, and that's go to Walgreens at the last minute <laughs> or CVS and wander down the aisle because they have one and just pick mm-hmm. up whatever's there. Uh, got you covered. If you, if you think about it ahead of time, good deal. Now, you either, you know, some ladies, yes, they want flowers. Some say, no, that just dies. That's stupid. Mm-hmm. So it, you got to know. You can't guess. And the thought... Is not what counts. <laughs> not at all. Not is, at is, that, all. is that a big lie? <laughs> oh, 100%. Oh, it's a thought that counts. Is what you say when you don't have anything else to say. Rick is protesting that. It's um, lies. It's I, lies. I'm not protesting. I'm just telling you. Through it. Oh, it's a thought. No, it's not. Unless, you, unless it's a clay bowl that your five-year-old made at preschool... It's not the thought that counts. Mm. I'm just going to tell you that. So here's what you do. You start making plans now. And even if it's not something big, you got to have something in, in mind. Well, you can go to Waffle House. Oh. You now, don't don't sneer. This has happened before. They, they've done ears. this. They've done it for years. 
200 Waffle House locations are going to kind of have a one-of-a-kind date night. They're going to actually take reservations. They're going to have a special menu. They're going to dim the lights. They're going to class up those Formica tables with tablecloths and candles. And then, as they say in their ad, we've got you smothered and covered. <laughs> so then Perfect. you get, and I, and look, you go to Waffle House for the Waffle House menu. So I'm not sure how special they can get, yeah. but they're trying. So this began back in 2008 in Georgia, and it was wildly successful. So they're now doing it in different places. You can actually find where by just going to their site and, and jump in on that one. Now, Applebee's was doing the same thing. They were doing their, um, oh, it's kind of their Valentine's Day thing, too. They have a name for it. I think they called it a date night pass. Anyway, within about one minute, all of them were gone. They went live January 22nd at 9 a.m., and you were able to to get these passes, which were for an evening there, you Mm -hmm. know, for Valentine's Day. And they were doing kind of a fancy thing there, too, and they were gone, like, immediately. So... They said they were having problems with the website. They were going to try to work it out. Don't know if that's going to happen or not. But just to, just know that you do need to, to plan now mm. because if you don't plan now, you're behind the eight ball and you will pay. I promise you, you so, will pay. So you could tell your significant other, like, I got us those reservations that were just so hard to get. Oh, huh? where? Yeah. Applebee's. Yep. All right. Well, look. The thought yep. that counts. Uh, <laughs> all right. So Oscar nominations came out yesterday. I don't know if you care about movies anymore. Um, you know, once the pandemic hit and they closed theaters, I, I don't know about you. I got used to doing most everything at home, and I just mm. don't go very often anymore. Used to yep. go almost every Sunday. It was kind of our entertainment. I just don't do it anymore. Uh, my popcorn's better, and it's cheaper. Yeah, that's the mm. way that works. But in case you were looking at what was the best pictures were, American Fiction, Anatomy of a Fall, Barbie, the Holdovers, I really want to see. Paul Me Giamatti, too. right? He's great. Killers of the Flower Moon, which I also really want to see and I haven't. Maestro with Bradley Cooper, which I've seen yeah. the I've seen the, the ads and they look magnificent. Oppenheimer, Solid. Past Lives, Poor Things, the new Emma Stone and uh, Mark yeah. Ruffalo movie that looks just bizarre. <laughs> and then The Zone of Interest. How many of those have you seen? I have seen one of those. I've seen Oppenheimer. Okay. I've seen Oppenheimer and Barbie. Wife, okay. We did it at home. Wife wanted to watch Barbie, so we did that at home. I've not seen any of the others. Of the two, which would you give an award to? Uh, Oppenheimer. Why not? You know, I, I am a huge Hold history. That I've seen. <laughs> I'm a huge history fan, and I expected the movie to be more about what some of the other shows I've seen about Oppenheimer have been and and how torn he was about what they were doing as they all were knowing what was, you know, on the line and all that. It wasn't it was what way more to me of a story about he and his wife yeah. and than it was to me about the actual process. Mm-hmm. It didn't really get into that part, it seemed like till more to the end in terms yeah. of the conflict in his head yep. about it all, right? Yep. Well, and it's the difficulty and what they had yeah. to do to do it and all those kinds of things. So to me, Oppenheimer was disappointing, mm. uh, personally. Uh, I thought it was okay and uh, d- disappointing. And Barbie, I you know, it was what it was. <laughs> but I do want to see the others. Uh, some of the other things thrown in there, uh, like for my best act- actress, Emma Stone, being mentioned for Poor Things, which is a child's brain, if you will, is installed into a woman's body. So she's oh. experiencing life with a full-grown woman's body, but as a child, kind of for the first time, hmm. uh, which leads to lots of things that we can't talk about on the radio. But it does seem like it's 
interesting but really bizarre. Uh, Paul Giamatti is nominated for Best Actor, but, you know, which is good for the holdovers. Like to see that. Bradley Cooper for Maestro. Uh, just some of the ones. I don't know about. I don't know if you care or not, but there you go. There are your Oscar nominations. They are out, and that's the big deal when it comes to, you know, award season. All right, a couple other things here. Um, how much will you spend on your partner at Valentine's Day? Maybe a movie is one of the things you'll do. And if you do, you're going to spend some money there, right? Not terribly cheap. Survey from a customer review site. It's called Trustpilot, which is actually a pretty good, pretty good size site. The average Valentine's Day in 2024 will cost. What do you think? Seventy-five dollars. One hundred and fifty-seven. How did we Not get on my watch? How, right. How did we get <laughs> from a card and a box of chocolates and maybe a dinner to one hundred and fifty-seven dollars? The hell are we doing? For for just a made-up holiday, you know, just a. <laughs> I think that's what the, everybody kind of goes back to. It's just like, we didn't really have to have this, just so you guys know. Like I said, created by Candy and, and, uh, and greeting cards companies. <laughs> yeah. um, this is sad news. Charles Osgood passed away. He's at 91 years old. And if you ever watched you know, CBS News in, in the day, you'll know who Osgood was, that ridiculously yeah. calming voice. And, the bow ties. And, yeah, he was anchored CBS Sunday morning for 22 years. Uh, he was, I mean, he's hes the only guy, I saw somebody post this, the guy I'm, I'm very good friends with. He said he's the only guy who ever wore a bow tie that I trusted. <laughs> <laughs> Osgood was magic on TV and on radio, and he had radio spots as well. And 91 years old, he apparently had Alzheimer's at the end, which is, uh, which I, I think is just really tragic. Yeah. A couple other things before we go. Netflix is going to retire their no ads basic plan. So, you know, that whole deal was, hey, we're Netflix. We don't have any ads. Yeah, that's going to change. They're going to start that, and they're going to do like what Amazon Prime did with everybody that has Prime is, yeah, we're still going to be here, and there's still going to be free content. But if you want it to be ad-free, it's $3.99 a month. That's how they gig you, right? Yeah. And then next, then in a couple of months, it's $5.99 a month. And then you know how that's going to work. I love how streaming services are going. Hey, remember that thing that you left cable for? Four? We're doing mm-hmm. that now. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and so they're going to do it. Now, they haven't gotten, at least from not what I see, they haven't given a price for this, but it is going to end. So expect that you are going to see that from them sometime uh, this year. Uh, and if you're still a Netflix customer, we are, but I'm I'm really teetering on this. So they had to turn another airplane around, this time an American Airlines flight, and it was because of excessive flatulism. Or flatulence. Is it flatulism or flatulence? Where's our English teacher? We still, we still I, had a problem earlier. I guess, I guess it could be both. <laughs> a passenger was so loud with his flatulence and then bragging about it and then right. literally causing tears and nose runs from the people around him because of the tenor of the odor. Mm. They had to turn a flight around from Phoenix to Austin and land and remove the guy. I mean, why even brag at that point? You're walking the walk. Well, apparently, apparently he was also, as you can imagine, inebriated. Uh, no one knows what it is he'd eaten, but he was. The- you can say, look, we had to turn the plane around for gas. Hmm. But you wouldn't think it'd be that kind. Yeah. That's what turned it around. Human flatulence. Goodness. And they say that the. Cows are causing the problem with the ozone. No, it's this guy. Nope. <laughs> uh, PETA is going to ask that in Pennsylvania they no longer use a groundhog to, <laughs> to see the, the coming of winter. PETA wants them instead to not bother the groundhog 
and take a giant coin and flip it. Which, honestly, would be as efficient. Be the right. <laughs> it would be as efficient because nobody trusts that damn groundhog. No. no I mean, it doesn't, you, don't, you don't really know. Every time that comes out, they just go, oh, I saw a shadow six more weeks. Well, yeah, that's what <laughs> I don't. I never bought into that whole thing. Anyway, Embrace I think the whole, tradition. Thing, the whole thing's a little, I mean, it's a little weird. I think it's a little weird. I, you know, if I were there in Puxatani, would I go? Sure, I'd go. I'd go watch once, but I think the whole thing's a little weird. I do think that for, it's a good movie for Peta to get involved, uh, mm. <laughs> just continually makes me. Uh, it's, it is there, there's it is. no shortage of what they could get involved in, I, right? I love animals; they're very tasty. Yeah, and then this California woman has gotten into the record books. Guinness Book of World Record books because she grew a hair out of her arm. At seven point two four inches, mm, her name is arm hair, like her armpit. Arm hair, one arm hair, hair out of her bicep. Wow! Single strand, seven point two four inches long. Marcy Davis Sutherland told Guinness she didn't know about it until two thousand twelve when she was a junior. Wait a minute. So you're showering, dressing, doing all this, you know, grooming. You would think, and you didn't realize there was an almost eight inch hair on your arm. But apparently she said she was at Disneyland with her best friend's family when the best friend's brother said, the hell is that and why are you letting that grow? <laughs> and then she looked at it and he wanted to pull it out. And she said no and then decided, I'll just see if this happens to be a world record. And I'm telling you, we live in a time when you can get a world record for having the longest arm hair. I mean, yeah, there's there's no shortage there. It's a great time to be alive. Yeah, there's, or, there's opportunity. Or... It's not. 718 on the Blitz 1170. I'll do this one next time, Bryce. I said we're going to go ahead and take this break. We're in the Tulsa Oilers hockey studio. That's a look at, oh, wait, not sports. Quickly, let's do some birthdays before we move on because there are some. Ed Helms from The Office. I like Ed Helms in the Hangover movies. He's 50. Yeah. Uh, Misha Barton is 38. There are a lot of people that are going to be a little older. Like Matthew Lillard from Scooby-Doo. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was 50, 54. Wow. Michael Antkeen, who I really think is funny, and he was in Twin Peaks and Slapshot. If you've never seen Slapshot, it's one of the funniest movies ever made, but don't ever try to watch it with the kids. Okay. It's Paul Newman about a minor league hockey team, and it's a very different <laughs> role for him, and it's it's pretty profane most of the time, but Lord, yeah. is it funny. I mean, really. Yakov Smirnoff, the Russian comedian, 73. Yes. He had a day of being pretty big. David Diggs is uh, 42. Uh, Rob Dibble is 60. You mentioned Mary Mary Lou Retton and, of course, Sean McVay. Music, Neil Diamond is 83. Wow. Uh, the number of hits, ridiculous. Aaron Neville is 83. That really surprised me. Uh, Benny Medina, who is J-Lo's manager, is 66. Uh, there's another couple down here. All right, let's talk about older. Ray Stevens is 85. If you don't know who that is, Google him. Google machine. You will find uh, his parody songs. You'll find, you know... Um, Humphrey the Camel and Ahab the Arab and all those mm-hmm. kinds of things, which is not politically correct to say anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, the night, the, uh, the day the squirrel went berserk in the Mississippi church. All yeah. those things. Ray Stevens had a theater in Branson for many years, oh. 85 years old. And Doug Kershaw, one of the better, better fiddle players you'll ever find, 88 years old. Just some of the folks who have birthdays. 720 here on the Blitz 1170. He's Bryce Hall. I'm Rick Corey. 918-262-5072. That's our Neuropathy Treatment Clinic of Oklahoma text line. Let us know exactly what you're thinking about Valentine's Day, about Gunner Gundy. Where does he go? We've got a couple of texts. We'll read those when we come back here on the Blitz. Don't look now, but the Blitz is on TikTok. Follow along at the Blitz 1170. From the Oklahoma Sports Desk, it's time for a two-minute drill on the Blitz 1170 and streaming on the Blitz 1170 app. 
The Oklahoma State Cowboys are now 0-6 in Big 12 play after a 74-69 loss against TCU. Pokes had a 17-point lead in the first half before it was whittled to four by halftime. John Michael Wright had 16 for OSU. For TCU, Emmanuel Miller led all scorers with 21. Former Cowboy Avery Anderson had 15. The Oklahoma Sooners dropped their game against Texas at the LNC, 75-60. OU struggled from three-point range, but Max Acemas didn't. The former ORU star and current Longhorn led the team with 22 points. Jalen Moore led OU with 15. And the Oklahoma City Thunder are now the top seed in the West after a 111-109 win over the Trailblazers. The Thunder dominated the paint, outscoring Portland 64-32, and it was Jalen Williams who redeemed them in the end. Jalen Williams. Veers left. Pulls up, looking for the lead, and got it! The Thunder will be at the Spurs tonight at 8.30. That's the Window World of Tulsa 2-Minute Drill. I'm Bryce Holson, the Boots 1170 and streaming on the Boots 1170 app. This is the Morning Blitz with Rick Corey. Want to get in the game? Call us up at 918-879-1170. We want to hear from you. Absolutely. We always want to hear from you. 725 on the Blitz 1170. That is uh, Bryce Hulse right in there staring at the TV. I am Rick Corey in here. What are you looking at in there? What are you watching? Uh, they're talking about Margot Robbie not getting nominated oh, yeah, yeah, for the yeah. Oscar for Barbie. I, yeah, I saw, who was it? Uh, somebody uh, jumped all, oh, Ryan Gosling uh, jumped all over that because he was nominated, you know, for uh. playing Ken. Which... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Jared Goff playing Ken, basically, is what that was, And uh, at any rate. Mm. All right, so coming up a little bit later on, we're going to be talking to uh, Harold Coons from uh, Fox 4 Open, Kansas City. We'll cover the Chiefs as they go out to play against the Baltimore Ravens. And we'd like to have your guess, not guess, well, we're all guessing, your guesses, your picks, what do you think will happen uh, in those divisional games at 918-262-5072. In the meantime, we were telling you about Valentine's Day, and, and Rice and I are both lamenting a little bit that you know the average cost this year is going to be 157 dollars now if you think of that realistically okay so if you buy flowers flowers aren't cheap anymore now you can get pretty inexpensive flowers in some places like walmart will have some you know decent collections for yeah, you know 15 do. 19 bucks mm-hmm. i know like where delaney is in college station the hebs always had good deals so you know resource might i'm not sure you might find other local groceries that might have them mm-hmm. so you get you know, let's say you pay 25 of course, if you're getting something delivered, you're going to pay fifty to seventy-five. Yeah, easily, really, for the mm-hmm. most part. Let's cap it at fifty, and then let's say we're already at fifty. Yeah, I know. Well, as yeah, still, I know. And then you're going to go. You're going to buy, you know, little maybe a little box of chocolates, but you don't want to go, nice. you know, really inexpensive. And there's some really good chocolates, you know, shops here in Tulsa. So you go buy a thirty-five dollar box of chocolates. It's already eighty-five bucks. Mm-hmm. Got a card. They're not cheap these days anymore, although if you go to dollar store, they are. Mm. Uh, and yeah, you, They're not going to read much into that, right? Yeah, yeah five bucks, you know, yeah. so 90 bucks, right? So actually some cards are way more than five right now, but mm. we'll, we'll say we're at 90. Now it's dinner. Mm. So depending on where you're going to go, you have an appetizer and, you, you know, you have a cocktail and you have dinner and you have dessert, you're probably easily looking – now, not at Waffle House, <laughs> right? But other places, eighty. Maybe if you go to Applebee's, and you, are they still doing the Dollaritas? <laughs> like, like, they're, they're sold out. See, they're yeah. sold out. Darn. So it's maybe maybe eighty. Let's 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 say it's eighty. Well, we're at one hundred and seventy. 
And that's actually, you know, more, five that's bucks. more than the 157 oh, that is the natural right. average. 175. Right. Yep. So uh, somebody text us here. Uh, it is coming from 5462. That he says, Charleston's NBA every year, the day before Valentine's Day, and it could be 100 bucks easy. And it was Carrie. Thank you, Carrie, for that. Mm. So someone's going to Charleston's and spending the 100 bucks. Now, I could see you could do that. Yeah. If you fancy I it bet. up, right, you know, and you, and you get after it a little bit. And then Steve texted and said, Valentine's Day at Waffle House, lights dimmed, sounds dangerous. No, come on. <laughs> that's when the grill gets crazy fun. crazy that place gets. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's when the grill gets fun. You know, Now, Valentine's Day there, a couple of times, they've done it by candlelight. Mm. That might be a little weird. Yeah. Because you just hear the grill in the background <laughs> and the sizzle. Hear the grill. And- but I think it sounds like, I'd love to. I, you know, I actually, when I was, we'd uh, had a real busy birthday one day for, for me. We were busy doing things we had to do. I had to go out and, to be honest, I had to go out and buy a toilet. <laughs> so that's how I celebrated my Fun. birthday was buying. And because of Lindsay's issues getting up and down, we bought the taller because you can buy the taller ones that are easy to get up and down from. Yeah, and I didn't know if you, most people you may, may not know that if you haven't done that lately. <laughs> I mean, buy one, <laughs> uh, but they are they do make it easier. So you know, I actually had to spend a good amount of time on my birthday considering toilets, mm-hmm. and you know, all, you're all happy with your toilet choice. <laughs> Normal activities, right? You're on the way. We're on the way home, and my wife goes, "Wait a minute, it's your birthday. Where do you want to eat?" And we happened to be passing the Waffle House at 71st and Mingle, and I just whipped in there. Mm-hmm. It was the first thing I saw, and I went and I went I went in there, and you know what? Had a fantastic birthday, Brenner. Yeah, yeah. Because that's what you have, right? <laughs> I mean, they have other things. Had a fantastic birthday dinner, yeah. So I, I I'm okay with Waffle House for something like this. Um, <laughs> and we're getting <laughs> we're getting other texts. <laughs> this is funny. You never know what's going to rule the day, do you? Uh, when uh, when Carrie had texted, I said, hundred bucks, you got to be pulling out all the stops." And sends back a giant thumbs up that says, "She loves animals like you. They taste great." My gift is a trip to Bass Pro away from the boats. <laughs> there yeah, you go. I can see that. Yeah, and uh, Steve texts and says, uh, "That's for more than just your hash browns." Yes, yeah, that mm-hmm. would probably be the case. So, what are you doing for Valentine's Day, and how much are you spending? That would. Uh... <laughs> Uh, you just never know what's going to rule the day, do you? But today, that seems to be the thing. All right. Hey. It's 7.30. When we come back, uh, I want to talk about the death of an icon. Two of them, actually, because, mm-hmm. you know, we, we lost one yesterday from CBS News. Uh, but, it, it, you know, we've got another one who's gone. and <sighs> It's a tough moment. We'll do it next at 7.30 on the Blitz 1170. We're in the Tulsa Oilers Hockey Studios. I'm Rick Corey. That is Bryce Solson. I'd like to tell you about overhead door of Tulsa's commercial division. Thankfully, today, the weather's nicer. You're going to get near the 50-degree mark today and tomorrow. We even have a, a chance to get into as high as the 60s. And it looks like we've got about a week and a half, two weeks of really fairly normal weather, which is great. I mean, even for us, if we can get the 40s and the 50s for winter, that's fine. So here's your opportunity. If you notice during that cold snap that that commercial door of yours, whatever kind it is, be it a big overhead door or a fire door, or if you know, a freezer door or any kind of a specialty door, any any door, doors that go up and down on delivery vans, the doors on the front of concession stands, whatever. If you notice that your commercial door was either really cold, letting in too much air, might have been leaking some of the elements, then this is the time. Okay, you just try to get through that. Now we've got some good weather. Get the folks at Overhead Door Company of Tulsa's commercial division out there. Because what they can do is make sure that doesn't happen anymore. Now, if your door just doesn't fit the bottom where the concrete is, that's a problem, and they'll tell you that. 
Frank Sanders Jr. was telling me one day, sometimes people will call and they'll go out and they'll fix all the, you know, all the seals and things like that. And there's still an issue at the bottom. I mean, that, that's a concrete issue. But at least if you know, you can work on getting that fixed. But they can take care of that door. They can do alignments. They can do fixing of the seals. They can, they can even insulate those doors so you don't waste as much money with heat transfer or cold transfer. And if you need it replaced, do it now before the weather gets bad again. And it'll be bad again in spring, but for a different thing. And your commercial door has to work or your business doesn't. If you don't have a need now, then get a service contract with them. Like Amazon, the city of Tulsa, BOK, Greenheck, you name it, they all do because five decades, five decades of doing it right. Tulsa Police and Fire doors on those serviced by Overhead Door Company of Tulsa's commercial division. It's simple to find them. You go to overheaddoortulsa.com. There's no of. It's overheaddoortulsa.com. And then simply click on commercial. You can take the Blitz with you everywhere you go. Get in the game everywhere with the Blitz 1170 app. From the Oklahoma Sports Desk, it's time for a two-minute drill on the Blitz 1170 and streaming on the Blitz 1170 app. Oklahoma City Thunder star Chet Holmgren was named to the USA Basketball Player Pool. The players were selected by USA Basketball Men's National Team Managing Director Grant Hill. The 12-member 2024 team, who will represent the U.S. in the upcoming Summer Olympics in Paris, will be comprised of players from the player pool and will be announced at a later date. The, Bill, the Milwaukee Bucks have dismissed head coach Adrian Griffin only 43 games into his head coaching career, despite having the second-best record in the East. The Bucks have reached out to Doc Rivers and are in talks about him potentially becoming the next head coach of the franchise. And the 2024 Baseball Hall of Fame results are in. The three candidates to reach the 75% voting threshold were Joe Maurer, Todd Helton, and Adrian Beltre. That's the winner world of Tulsa 2-Minute Drill. I'm Bryce Holson, the Blitz 1170 and streaming on the Blitz 1170 app. The Blitz 1170 weather provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. Blitzing up your mornings. This is the Morning Blitz with Rick Corey. Want to get in the game? You can always join in by texting us at 918-262-5072. Several people have done that already here on our Neuropathy Treatment Clinic of Oklahoma text line at 739. And I want to thank, say thanks to all of them. We'll take your text as well. Today, Valentine's Day has got to take over. I had the story about uh, Waffle House doing their once again dim the lights and you know tablecloths and reservations for valentine's day snicker all you want it's a really fun memory <laughs> i've gone i've gone there for a birthday uh, and then like applebee's had their big deals and people are starting to get into that and we had the story about 157 dollars was the average now people were spending on valentine's day and we're getting texts from people who are spending it that much and more and uh, Wade was texting and talking about uh, that and as well as talking about gunner gundy because we had the story too that gunner gundy had jumped back into the portal at Ohio right after committing there in December when he decided to leave Oklahoma State. And when Wade had texted and said, you know, I'm sure he thought it through with his dad because we were talking about the process. And I, I said, I'm sure he did too because Mike's really level-headed and his point was the family seems that way. And that's true. Even if you watch, you know, anything from any of, of the family, they seem that way very much. Yeah. Well, Wade, when I asked Wade, I said, where do you think he would go? Wade responds with, I'd buy season tickets if he came to Tulsa. He said, otherwise, I think he'd be a standout on a high-level Division I school like San Diego State, Alabama State, somewhere like that. Just doesn't. I, he says, I just hope he doesn't wind up at a Big 12 school, which 
I, I don't think that would happen personally. Yeah. And it says, this was nice. It says, thanks, Rick. I don't get to listen as often as I like. Listen as often as I like. When I do, it's a really good time. Well, thank you, Wade. We appreciate that. Bryce and I both, because remember, it's Bryce that carries the program. Um, and then uh, we would, we'd talked about you know what Waffle House is doing, and we had people saying that they think that might be a little bit scary. <laughs> <laughs> I just think it might be odd, like having a candlelight. And then still having to ask like for, to pass the syrup, you know, while you're at a candlelight dinner, like mm-hmm. this doesn't really match well to me. Well, <clears throat> but when you bring up the possible prices, it might have to. <laughs> well, yeah, it's got to be cheaper, right, than most yeah. other places, and it is fun. But it, I, you know, to me, because I think of it as a guy who's to covered storms for years, there is the Waffle House Index, which I told you about before, which is when tornadoes and floods and hurricanes are hitting the coast, Waffle Houses remain open. They almost never close. The only time they'll close is if they're forced to. Yeah, I know. Even in the in the face of some of the hurricanes. Now, when Katrina was coming ashore and things like that, most Different places story. did. Yeah. yeah, but if you were in the outskirts of the bands, where it's still pretty rough, those places stayed open. And there were emergency management in towns in the South that would go to what they call the Waffle House Index. And I'm not kidding. You can look it up. So they don't close very often. But to me, because I'm a, I've been a guy who was in the storm business for a long time, is I always think of them in candlelight only when the power's out. So I, that's how I would feel. I would feel like I was at Waffle House during a power outage. There you go. <laughs> which, you know, might make it less creepy. Hell, I don't know. 742 on the Blitz 1170. All right, going into the commercial, we told you about the passing of a legend. Mm-hmm. And, and this legend actually uh, owns a record. Winningest... To ever do what they have done. And that legend was? This was announced by uh, the University of Georgia Athletics Twitter page. Mm -hmm. They are saddened to announce that Ugga Tin, fondly known as Q, died Mm -hmm. peacefully in his sleep earlier this morning. Now, Q had been retired, uh, I think, last year. Last season, following the 2022 season. But Q is the one who... Bevo got after. Yeah. Right? When the you know, when the two were sitting close together and, and Bevo, which <laughs> looks drugged all the time. Got some energy. Yes. <laughs> and only took about three or four steps. But when a longhorn tapes three or four steps with, you know, a little urgency, everybody pays attention. Oh, yeah. Including Ugga, who barked and backed up a little bit and they separated the mascots and, and that was that. Mm-hmm. But the reason Ugga Ten is special is because he has the best record of all the Bulldog mascots. Mm-hmm. He compiled a football record of 91 and 18, uh, two SEC titles, and the 2021 and 2022 College Football Playoff National Championships. And, so, and 70 or six bowls appearances. Yeah, so, yeah, a very, so a very decorated mascot. Very. And when you say Ugga is 91 and 18, Ugga is just a dog. However, they care. those things are important down there. Now, oh, yeah. like, like A&M with Reveille, they have a special way they deal with the dog after they're gone. Did you read that? Uh, I know about the way they do it with Reveille, I believe. Yeah, Reveille's different. But, it, uh, but I didn't see in, about Georgia. In Georgia, they inter them in one place, and all the Uggas are there. So you can okay. go to this, what looks a little bit like, um, kind of like a little small mausoleum, and okay. that's where all the Uggas are. Now, at A&M, they bury them outside the stadium on a slanted piece of ground so they can see inside the stadium. Yeah. And for years before, I mean, they've been expanding Kyle to get to where they are now, which is almost 103. Until they did that final expansion, there was a little hole, hole spot, space, where standing where the Uggas, or pardon me, the Revs were buried, you could see the scoreboard. 
mm-hmm. the whole idea was they they could see how their team was doing. Yeah, which you know, anyway, uh, they <laughs> and go another direction. I do that. believe in the last upgrade is because I remember walking, but the last time I was there and walked by it, I stopped and looked and couldn't see the scoreboard. So I think they've closed that in. Okay, right there, but they they're all right outside and the the big. Oh, angled, if you will, piece of ground is facing toward the stadium, so you can see it. You can be out there with all the revs and their plaques and that kind of stuff. Ugg is inside. I'm sure other places have special things with their mascots, like oh, yeah. at SMU Peruna, the first Peruna, which is what they named the mm. pony. Yeah, the first Peruna was buried on the south east corner of that end zone. Now that they were redoing the entire complex down there and tearing all that out. And redoing all that because they're going into the ACC and they're making it bigger and cooler. They moved Peruna, but I don't know where to. Mm -hmm. And I'd asked that question when I was there because I've always been fascinated. There's this, there's a statue of the of the little horse over there because it's you know kind of a Shetland, if you will. There's a statue of the little horse. Well, it wasn't a Shetland; he's a little bigger than that. But a statue of the little pony over there, and kind of a base. But then he was just right there, and the kids would climb all over the statue and that Mm -hmm. kind of stuff. You can't walk all over. Rev at A and M, right? <laughs> and you can't do that, obviously, at Georgia because they're in a little mausoleum type place. But I was always fascinated by that. And the kids would go over and play on the horse and blah blah blah. And I, I wondered if their parents ever told them there's a dead horse under there. <laughs> you, could, you could really create like a scary story out of that. Yeah, you know, it's, it's, if you ride the, here's what story. happens if you ride the dead horse, mm-hmm. right? Um, and as a parent, you know, me as a parent, yeah, I might do that because you know. <laughs> anyway, most people were good parents, and they wouldn't. I ah. was wondered, but I was always fascinated by that. And when I asked them, we were down there to close the year. Tulsa was, of course, and I asked them, so where's Peruna going? And nobody knew. So I'm, I'm hoping, and I don't know what they do with the Ralphies in Colorado. I should research that. Yeah, yeah to see, because sure. I got to think these mascots are a thing. So when these mascots that are beloved and taken to games and things like that, I, I don't know what they do with the Bevos. That's the thing. Is, I mean, it's a little bit easier for, you know, in, in Revs or Ugga situation because of the size of them to, to figure out something that's kind of convenient but nice to do. I mean, when Bevo goes, do they serve her or him? I don't think so. You is, that, is that in bad taste? I mean, I wouldn't. I don't well, think I don't, it would taste bad. I don't think you can when they die. Anyway, yeah. if you happen to know any of those things or care or give any kind of a, you know, let us know. 918-262-5072. 747, when we come back, we're going to talk Kansas City Chiefs football. Harold Coons, who's with Fox 4 in Kansas City, used to work right upstairs. The News on 6 will be with us right here on the Blitz 1170. We are in the Tulsa Oilers Hockey Studio here, and you can get the Neuropathy Treatment Clinic of Oklahoma text line at 918-262-5072. Back with Harold in a moment. The Oklahoma State Cowboys call the Blitz 1170 home. From the Oklahoma Sports Desk, it's time for a two-minute drill on the Blitz 1170 and streaming on the Blitz 1170 app. Those Oklahoma State Cowboys weren't able to get it done last night. They lose the TCU 74-69. The Pokes had a 17-point lead in the first half before it was whittled to a four-point lead by halftime. John Michael Wright had 16 for OSU. For TCU, Emmanuel Miller led all scorers with 21. Former Cowboy Avery Anderson had 15. The Oklahoma Sooners dropped their game against Texas at the LNC 75-60. OU struggled from three-point range. Max Acemas didn't. The former ORU star and current Longhorn led the team with 22 points. Jalen Moore led OU with 15. And the Oklahoma City Thunder are now the top seed in the West after a 111-109 victory over the Trailblazers. It was tied at 109 with a few seconds left, and then in came Jalen Williams. Jalen Williams. Here's left. Pulls up, looking for the lead, and got it. Jalen Williams, two seconds, 111-109. 
The Thunder will be at the Spurs at 8.30 tonight. That's the winner roll of Tulsa 2-Minute Drill. I'm Bryce Holson, the Boots 1170 and streaming on the Boots 1170 app.